Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away somewhere, and today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at Camp Crystal Lake is the drunk uncle, Byron Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be back. All right, and 2019 is officially over. We have moved on into the new decade, 2020, and we've got a lot of, a lot of good shit to talk about. Um, but before we get started, obviously, we just had Christmas some people were asking about last week's episode. We decided to take last week off just so we could hang out, do whatever the fuck we felt like doing for the holidays. Like I said, Kent has like seven or eight uh, dependents out on the, the little house, little house on the prairie there in Kentucky. So I, I knew he was busy anyway. So I didn't want to take him away from his family since it was the holidays. So uh, speaking of Christmas, speaking of the holidays, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's Eve. Uh, did Santa bring us anything, anything decent? Didn't bring me a damn thing, but uh, it sucks to be an adult. He, yeah, and uh, but he brought my kids uh, a whole lot of stuff, and and that fat bastard gets to take all the credit for the you know five hundred hours of overtime. So, yeah, no uh, shit, no <laughs> shit. I mean, your but, wife didn't uh, yeah, even get you like a uh, you, you didn't get like a typical dad gift. Like uh, your wife didn't get you like a, a craftsman tool set. I got uh, two flannel shirts. And I'm not, I'm being dead serious. I didn't make that up. Two flannel shirts, which is the most dad gift possibly ever, uh, which is what the brawny man, I, I suspect, probably gets uh, on Christmas. So I was actually pretty happy with them. Uh, I'm probably going to be wearing one at Whorehound. So uh, yeah, that was a, that was about it for my, for my Christmas gifts. Two flannel shirts. You know, that's funny because I got a flannel shirt that is worthy of discussion. But You know, the, the only thing, the only problem with it is, 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 between my beard, my my well kept beard, and my my hipster fucking stupid looking haircut, and my glasses, it's only gonna make me look more like a hipster. Oh, I, oh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I got a a flannel shirt as a gift this Christmas also, and we'll we'll talk about that in just a second. But now I figured you you got the typical dad gift, and maybe you're pretty soon you're gonna be wearing a pair of them white New Balances. I have a feeling. I've already I've got I've got like three pairs. That's what I weed eat and mow in and grill. Oh shit. I love me some new balances and and you know in the in the like 2004 2005 time frame new balance was the shit like everybody was wearing new balances so everybody shits on them now but at one point that was like the shoe to wear like nickelback oh like the new balance was the nickelback of the shoe world oh for sure yeah probably like 2001 or 2002 it's like what the fuck is this new balance all of a sudden and I, i've never owned a pair but i it crossed my mind because it says nb on the side of it as you know my fucking initials so i'm like how cool is that and then i realized that that's pretty fucking lame so i just never bought a pair yeah well uh they were real big in kentucky in the in the early 2000s and everybody wanted them and they were really cool all the cool kids had them they were like the the uh abercrombie and fitch of shoes uh at the same time i guess that abercrombie and fitch was big well, now that I think about it over, I guess, between sometime, you know, how life has, has 
evolved between the good old days of the late 90s early 2000s to the shit show that we have today yeah the fucking dumpster fire that's dumpster fucking fire (laughs) fucking liberal liberal dumpster fire so sometime between then and now and, and i don't really know what started it but i've noticed that since dollar generals have been popping up everywhere and they're like the number one retail store in america nowadays so you can't drive anywhere without passing one every five miles yeah what is going on with that man like they're it's almost like they pop up out of the ground like i'll drive down a road and come back to the same road 15 minutes later and there was there's a dollar general there that wasn't there 15 minutes ago 15 i know they have a 15 minute response time basically they 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 have a 15 they're like that chinese uh weed grass what is it that that covers like entire counties uh do you know what I'm talking about? That shit. What? What? Oh, fucking. What do they call it? It's a. It's a weed. I don't know. It's a vine that just engulfs. So, anyways, moving on. I don't know, but they have. A, you're right. They have like a 15 minute spawn rate, and they're just spawning fucking everywhere. And then, literally, in cornfields. I just drove by one the other day that they literally there was corn there last year, and now there's a there's a fucking there's a fucking Dollar General. And everything so, that you buy in a Dollar General is dog shit, even if it's name brand. I, I don't know why. Have you noticed that? Not really, because I don't I don't buy much there. I mean, if I have a headache and I need to pop in and grab some Excedrin or something like that, but or or a frozen pizza, because I'm a, a frozen pizza whore. Yeah, which, yeah. I got to tell you this. I just I just did this the other day, and I've I've been missing out my entire life. Fucking Tombstone. Actually, I don't even care what pizza it is, but I like Tombstone. So you get the uh, sausage and pepperoni, or the 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 three meat Tombstone, or whatever the hell it is. And I put bread and butter pickles and jalapenos and extra cheese. It was life-changing. Yeah, man, that's fucking peasant pizza. I don't eat that shit. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> fucking delicious. Bread and butter we pickles. We only eat Domino's some... around here. Uh, well, but if you're in a pinch and Domino's is not anywhere around and you're passing the Dollar General, you're going to stop and get a tombstone. I'm There's sorry. a Domino's within walking distance of my house, so I don't have that problem. Well, I, I do. I do. So... I thought, you know what? I'm going to try this pickles on pizza thing. And now I bought some spicy pickles the other day, and I'm going to try those with jalapenos and extra cheese, and it's probably going to be even better. So if you haven't tried that, try it. I'm telling you, it'll change your fucking life. Wait, you're eating pickles on a pizza? Yes. You need delicious. to get your fucking life together, Nathan. That's a- I'm telling you. My life is now in order, finally, because of this creation. This just frozen morsel that you just add. Like I said, the bread and butter pickles, you would think it'd be gross, it's not, but then the jalapenos, and then like I said, you put some extra cheese on there, and then some hot sauce, a little little seasoning. Oh my god, it's delicious! My life is now a finally. I found the meaning of life. Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna have to hard pass, hard no, hard no. Well, you're you're missing out. You're missing out. And of course, not, you know I. Well, I I challenge you to try it, and we'll we'll stock until you try it, my friend. Okay. You feel me? Okay. Fair enough. That's how I ended up with STDs, but whatever. Well, I mean, that's how you end up back in the awkward doctor situation. <laughs> we know how that goes. Not fun for anyone. And next thing uh, you know, the awkward doctor situation is going to start turning into prostate exams. Yeah, you're so, actually you're you're knocking on forty, my friend. Man, I'll be thirty-eight in March. I'm I'm a couple of years away from from a different type of awkward doctor visits. So yeah, but but you know I've I've already had to have that done to me. Um, so it's not it's not as bad as you think it is. Well, I'm not I looking for a few shots it, so. before you go in. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. 
Uh, but anyways, back to the Dollar General thing. So my my observations of the Dollar General, the DG, is I see Ted and Todd standing outside smoking Marlboro Reds wearing New Balances at every fucking Dollar General I go to. Yeah. It's like that's a thing for the guys that shop there. They have to wear the New Balances and smoke cigarettes at Dollar General. Yeah, Dollar Generals are like the uh, the like the redneckmeetup.com. That's where you go to um, buy meth or a pair of underwear. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, but no, I, I haven't yet bought a pair because I thought it would be lame if my initials were on the shoe. So, not that I'm not fucking lame in a dipshit as it is, but I thought I'd be more of a dipshit if I had my initials on my shoes instead of a fresh pair of J's. So, I try to wear J's to compensate for being such a tool. Does that make any kind of sense? <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I just realized, yeah, your your initials are on the shoe. They <laughs> are. And yeah. My, which is better than, than what I have to deal with my initials. My initials are, are BM, which is uh, uh, an abbreviation for bowel movement. So uh, yeah, that's worse. Yeah. So I try to, I try to compensate for my lack of coolness by at least wearing cool shoes. So anyways, yeah. So as far as uh, Christmas presents, so yeah, I, I didn't do shit for Christmas really. Um, I, I'm not really a fan of Christmas much anymore when you become an adult, like I said, it sucks. I'd rather just mind my business and not have to deal with any of the bullshit and just, just hang out and watch Home Alone and, and, and drink Keystone Light or Coors Light. Yeah, but, but you don't have any kids, so you can get away with that. That's not right. possible when you got kids. Which I didn't watch Home Alone this year. I watched Home Alone too, actually. So uh, That's the best Home Alone, though. I love it. I mean, Tim Curry, come on. I mean, Donald yeah, Trump. So, Donald Trump. Shout out to Mr. <laughs> Trump, our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump. You know, I tagged him in our last show post. He didn't respond. He didn't. Ah, he's probably busy making an ass of himself on Twitter. I wish he's busy solving the world's problems, man. He's got wish, look at that approval rating. I wish somebody would take his phone and just like he's doing okay with the economy and everything. And and you know, in terms of like the past, he's not a bad president. It just I wish they would take his phone, like somebody monitor him and just be like, no, no, Mister President, you need to. But just keep doing what you're doing, but without a phone. He reminds me of what I would have been in like 2001 if I had a smartphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except he's, a, he's 90. Right. I would have been a total. <laughs> I would have been a total fucking clown. Yeah. Total clown. Yeah, and I am, but I'm <clears> not the president. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that's that's what he reminds me of my my 19 year old self. That's what he reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I I tagged him. No response. Uh, Tim Allen, Limp Biscuit, no response. Nobody's responded. Shout out to Folgers again, which I'm enjoying a delicious cup of Folgers right now. Again, I'm hoping they'll they'll, they'll sponsor us. They're going to have to pay attention one of these days. If they don't, I'm going to start giving shout outs to Dunkin' Donuts, and we'll see what happens. Actually, uh, Fred Durst hit me up on Facebook, and he was like, hey, man, thanks. Um, I appreciate the shout out, and uh, I, I'm hoping we can get him on the show. So. Well, I might try. I might try. <clears throat> and I got a, I got some, I guess, a little little something to discuss about the Limp Biscuit situation since we just talked about it. But we'll do that in just a second because I got to finish up my, my Christmas present story because you mentioned you got a couple flannel shirts. And uh, one, of my, one of my homies, shout out to Derek Troxel, he got me a Dixon Flannel Company, Camp Crystal Lake. It's a limited, limited edition flannel shirt. And they did a Nightmare on Elm Street one maybe a couple of years ago, but they're they're nice, high quality flannel shirts. Uh, check them out on Instagram, or they, I'm sure they got a website too. Uh, Dixon Flannel Company, 
and I got the Camp Crystal Lake edition. It's like a blue and black, uh, just a badass, high quality flannel. I I wore it once, and I was like, holy shit! And I've I seriously have not worn a flannel shirt since probably like 1998. Wow. Why have you why have you lived your life without that warm kind of uh that warm brawny feeling rubbing up against your skin? I love flannel. I wouldn't want to live without flannel. I just never been my thing. And I used to wear the quilted, like the lined flannel shirts that everybody thought was cool when um the Snoop Dogg uh, What's My Name video was cool in nineteen ninety four, ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, that that's when I started wearing flannel shirts was because of Snoop Dogg. He looks so cool in the music video. Oh, so yeah. Like, Nobody can I'm, rock flannel like Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm 11 or 12 years old. I need a flannel shirt just like Snoop. And then I, I wore flannel shirts for a few years. And then I, I uh, in my mid-teenage years, I, I guess I thought I looked like a dildo wearing them. So I stopped. So, which little did I know, I looked like a dildo anyway. So right back yeah. to the whole... And that's when I started wearing Jordans to compensate. So I think flannel led me to Jays. So I'm really thankful for a flannel for that. I'll tell you what has, uh, what's really brought me uh, back around on flannel is uh, Letterkenny. I don't know. If, uh, have you ever seen Letterkenny? Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, Wayne in Letterkenny is probably one of my favorite television characters ever. And uh, he can rock the shit out of that flannel. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, go to go to Dixon Flannel. It's Dixon with two X's, and just look at some of their shit. They got some really cool uh, shirts on there. I'm probably gonna end up buying a couple more actually because I really Dixon, the, Dixon Flannels. Yeah, Dixon Flannel Company, and let me know what you think. So, yeah, it's even got the hockey mask on the tag. Um, came on the inside tag, sewn in there, and pretty pretty damn cool. So I'm trying to find sure. it right now. Is it Dixon as D I X? Double X. Oh, okay. We're getting serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Dixon Flannel. Lots of cool designs on there. Like I said, I'll probably pick up at least another one or two of them. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically my Christmas highlight was the shirt. Of course, oh, I got wow. some other. This shit is nice. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. That's some, that's some top-notch, high-quality shit right there. Holy shit, man. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be ordering from these people. Wow. Yeah, this isn't like flea market flannel. No, this is no, that ain't DG flannel. flannel right there, homie. No, 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 no. This is this is fucking this is Kanye flannel. If you got out of your big ass truck at DG and walked by Ted and Todd wearing that flannel shirt, they would compliment you. Oh, yeah, they never seen nothing they like never, this. They ain't seen nothing like that. <laughs> that is that is some some high quality shit. They'd spit on the ground and go, "God damn, look at that fucking flannel." Jeez, oh, Christ, where to get that at? Yep. That's exactly it. Oh, they got hats too. Yep. Yep. Check out their stuff. Lots of good products. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Like I said, uneventful Christmas, uneventful fucking New Year's Eve. I didn't do shit. I mean, you you can't drive anywhere. So, I mean, you shouldn't drive hammered, get nailed. We all know the billboards. Don't drive people. It's amateur night. Plus like New Year's Eve stopped being cool. Like when I was 21. So I, I don't have any desire to really go to any bars or any of that shit. So rather than a, just to avoid the frustration or the annoyance or whatever, I just didn't do shit for New Year's Eve. I yeah, me and, just... the wife, me and the wife, we got fucking crazy. We got a, we got one of those cold uh, shrimp rings, and um, and uh, we got a two liter of Mountain Dew. Regular Had Mountain to... Dew or Code uh, Red? No, it wasn't even diet, bro. It was oh, regular. 
regular Mountain Dew. Oh, um, diesel. Yeah, we figured it's New Year's Eve. We'll get we'll get a little wild. You're, we no, got you're getting wild. You're up getting and, buck wild. That's buck yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. You're getting regular regular doozer. Yeah, yeah. We 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 were we were out of control, all caffeinated up, and uh, and then uh, uh, she fell asleep, and I played Call of Duty until uh, like four in the morning. So nice. Yeah, I, I literally played video games uh, online with a couple friends. You know, the the headset, Last of Us multiplayer. That's what I did for like four hours. And drank, yeah, you're really keep, into that game. I well, I got friends that play it, and it's you know if you got two or three guys that want to hop on and you can have a party of four so if there's three or four of you you got a full squad and if they want to jam out it's like okay it's i can do that or i can sit and watch fucking youtube videos or hey did you buy modern warfare yet i did not because <clears throat> not yeah, you can do cross platform on it now yeah i heard that i heard that um i'm still the jury's still out on that one so no i drank my keystone light i had uh had a little bit of vodka also and I jammed out to some Last of Us, and that was my New Year's Eve. I didn't. Yeah, we're left, getting old. You know, like I said, I just didn't want to deal with anything. I I could have went out. It's not like there wasn't anything. I wasn't anything for me to go do if I wanted to. I'm I'm just. It's like whatever. You know, when you get older, it's just that's just how it is. You just bars lose kind of lose their allure. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even go to bars anymore. Really, rarely. I just like I said, people just get on my fucking nerves. They really do. We got some new countries checking in, don't we? That we do, yes. Um, before we do that, I got a few shout-outs here, and then we do have to add to Camp Blood Radio Takes Over the World Map. So shout-outs this week. Again, Brian Emenheiser, appreciate you, my friend, a.k.a. South Jersey Jason. Check out him on Facebook, Instagram, of course, his website, the sjj.com, southjerseyjason.com. Uh, appreciate you, Brian. Thanks for tagging the show and all your posts. Uh, we just appreciate the support. He's been pretty active on social media this last part of the year and tagged us quite a bit on Facebook and also sh- and on Instagram. So shout out to those who have followed us on Instagram. That's just been within the last week or so. I think we've gotten like 100 followers so far this week. So nothing, nothing skyrocketing, but it's it, it Rome wasn't built in one day. So anyway, I appreciate those of you that have uh, jumped on the, the Instagram It'll be a little while before we really post anything because until it gets more followers, there's not really any fucking point in going uh, crazy with all of our our cool pics of uh, me and Kent and of course Tom Morga. That's kind of kind of a big deal. So we'll have to wait on those. But uh, if you haven't followed us, which most of you haven't, obviously, because there's only been about a hundred so far, so get to it. It is Camp underscore Blood underscore Radio, or just fucking search Camp Blood Radio. It's that easy. So. Uh, also a giant shout out and, and this just warms my, my cold heart recently. I was personally tagged on Twitter and I have to pull this up here and I'll put it on the show page. I just haven't gotten around to it yet with all the, everybody posting for the holidays. And of course, everybody, everybody and their fucking brother has to post happy new year or Merry Christmas or Adam and Steve to it's, it's Merry Christmas, not Adam and Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People get really butthurt over that. <laughs> As our good friend Victor Hewn would say, it's Merry Christmas, not Adam not, and Steve. Not so. only that, but but Merry, not to not to take the the position of the liberals because we all know how I feel about liberals. But um, Christmas isn't a Christian holiday, no matter how bad <laughs> everybody wants it to be. We don't know when Jesus was born. Like nobody knows, uh, and we know it wasn't December twenty fifth. Um, but also 
it, it, it's a uh, a nor a nordic holiday so uh everybody's getting their panties all in a twist uh because they're they're like applying their religious beliefs to it and it's not if you look into it it's really not even a religious holiday for christians yeah but, I, I don't know i don't know all the history of it i'm not i'm not into all that but uh anyways you know how on christmas and new year's everybody has to post a uh a celebratory comment of sorts yeah you know yeah, yeah. Talking about. yeah yeah okay right. i got you. like like you didn't just scroll through and see 2437 just like it yeah right i thought you were talking so about very how people repetitive all up in a twist over uh it well yeah. that too yeah that too but i'm just talking about your scrolling and all you see is is like i said celebratory i just want to wish everyone blah 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 yeah i i just read i just want to wish everyone 2400 times in a row so thanks awesome. so i didn't want to post this yet because it would just get lost in all the the hoopla okay, but anyways okay. like i said this just warms my cold heart and it's a picture like i said i was tagging this picture by at john mob 69 so i don't know if his name's john mob or not but that's really all i got to go by but he posts a picture and in the picture it is a, a selfie of him wearing a camp blood radio hoodie at work and in the caption it says Got my new Camp Blood Radio swag on. Listening to the podcast, Return to Camp Blood, makes the work day go by faster. Hashtag Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees, obviously myself, the show. And by I sent you the, the picture, so you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, and this just looks like a fucking real good American fucking brother. That, that just looks like a, a hardworking, <laughs> blue-collar, everyday man, and that's my kind of dude right there. Yep, wearing a hard hat, safety glasses, and I'm like, that's that's America right there. That's that man that's is awesome. America personified. Absolutely. So you can tell there's like a factory type setting, and on the hat it says HVAC Central Kentucky Heating and Air Conditioning. Oh, he's and then, a of K- course looking Kentucky down. Fella. Oh yeah, looking at and then and then Kentucky's as the location. So I'm like, you know what? Him and Kenton, they're they're practically cousins. Yeah, we probably are. It's uh. It's almost impossible in this. There's three last names in Kentucky, so we're, we're related somehow, no doubt. You better reach out to Cousin John there. Like I said, you you guys are, are right in the same boat there. Uh, did it say where he is located in Kentucky? No, the location just said um, Kentucky on it. So, like I said, I just when you see this, when you see the hoodie, and then you see the the environment, the hard hat, and everything, it it just goes along with everything we've been talking about the last few weeks. So. Yeah, that was uh, on December 19th, so just before Christmas. So big thanks to John. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for purchasing the hoodie. And uh, big shout-out to you. And what else do we have here for this Give a shout-out to Victor McCrory. He left a, uh, a comment just a few hours, actually, before we started recording here. said he loved the podcast. Victor has been a listener uh, for a while, and uh, I talk to him pretty frequently through uh, personal messaging. He's a, he's a, he's a good-ass dude. I like Victor. Uh, also, Zachary Walling uh, posted on our page. Uh, he has one of my uh, hoods, actually, one of my old Part 6 Rancid sculpts, one of my first sculpts ever. It's crazy to me that that thing is still making its rounds around in the community, and I don't know who owns the mold now, but it's awesome that something that I made that long ago was still you know, getting pumped out and, and, and into the community. So thanks to Zachary uh, for that. And uh, I think you – do you have anybody else? 
Uh, no, I, you're right on Vic. Um, he shared a picture of a mask and, and did make the comment. Appreciate you for that. And thanks for tuning in. <clears throat> I've had a couple chats with him too. Um, but yeah, a pretty cool mask that he posted with some signatures on it. And I do know Zach, Zach and I used to jam out on Friday, the 13th, the video game a couple of years back. Um, Zach also, and his son, they've bought a couple show shirts and they had, uh, pictures taken with CJ Graham in costume wearing the shirts. Those were posted. That's awesome. Yeah, me and him other... have been uh, Facebook friends. I, actually, I think for a very, very long time. It seems like, uh, seems like I remember. I think we've been uh, boys on Facebook for for many, many, many years. But uh, yeah, we appreciate all those comments and 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 reviews if you can, and and uh, that that really helps with the podcast if you want to support it. Absolutely, so. definitely keep those flowing in. Definitely, uh, we appreciate everybody. Um, as far as the world map goes, looks like we officially have listens from Guatemala. Guatemala and and my new thing for for our locations uh is is I like to learn with the listeners about these places uh so teach me about Guatemala and while you're teaching me I'm going to pull up images so I can I can take in Guatemala all at one time to the face and to the ears well I'm I'm telling you we're we are rolling right through Central America would we have the last would we check in last with I can't even remember but it was down there so uh, it was a, a shithole <laughs> no, we had we've had we've had one that was you you'd want to move there as soon as you looked at a picture, and then the other one you you don't even want to drive through because you might either get blown up by a volcano or shot by the cartel. I'm not sure. Or a which, fucking IED. But yeah, or IED. And I know you have enough PTSD over those as it is, so we don't need to take you on vacation there. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I prefer to not be within like a five mile radius of any IED. So I'm gonna stay. I don't remember what what country was it. Uh. Fuck. We had we had Costa Rica. Yeah, that was the good one. And then we had Nicaragua. Oh, right? it was Nicaragua. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to look. It was one of those that you feel funny when you say it. Well, let me tell you, man. I just pulled up images of Guatemala, and uh, and this place is just is just breathtaking. Well, I tell you, I tell you, I was I'm I'm, I'm like shocked because I, here's what must be happening is they're having powwows down there because it's the countries are like hooked onto each other. Right. So the word must be spreading down there. And that's why we're getting, we're getting listens from neighboring countries. Right. That's gotta be what it is. That's the only, that's the only explanation. It's gotta be. <laughs> so, so I'm going to thank Costa Rica and I'm going to thank Nicaragua. And I'm also going to thank you, Guatemala. What up Guatemala? This looks so, like a good place to just have a drink and, 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 and get a little, a little shit faced and, and stumble down the street and enjoy the views. Well, I, I don't know. It does, but I think you have to be careful because there are 21 dialects spoken in Guatemala. So if you get too drunk, you might fuck up and say say the wrong shit. I'm probably going to fuck up and say the wrong shit anyway, no matter what dialect or language it is. So that doesn't matter. Well, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> but you got to be careful because, like I said, you don't know who speaks what down there, apparently. And I did not know this, but apparently blue denim flourishes in Guatemala. And they are actually a leader in blue denim production. So no you, shit, bro. they're they're clothing like ninety three percent of Kentucky. They're uh, they're not playing around. I mean, they're <laughs> for the you uh, Canadian tuxedo people out there. You better thank Guatemalans. All these fucking dads that I see mowing their yards and and those over uh, like above the knee blue denim shorts. Uh, they have Guatemala to think. Yeah, the cutoff ones. Yeah, yeah. No, these aren't. Some of these dads don't even. They're definitely rocking New Balances with high socks 
and and above the knee uh, denim shorts. They they bought them like that. They're not even cutoffs. Oh, okay. Well, when I think Kentucky, I think of ones that were cut off. You think of Daisy Dukes? Ish, ish. Because I I know that like half the half of that fucking state's like still stuck in like 1989. Yeah. Did you know? I, I don't know if I've brought this up in the on the podcast before. I may have. Um, it just became legal to sell alcohol in my hometown last year. Yeah, I knew that actually. Uh, that's how far behind we are. We were still in prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> Up until a new decade. Yeah, Up until last year, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, apparently they're one of the uh, the number ones as far as that goes. Okay, and that's cool. <clears throat> fun fact, they also invented the first ever chocolate bar. You believe that? Uh, fuck you, Guatemala. You're the reason I look like this. Yep. They, uh, they call chocolate the food of the gods. I agree. I can agree with that. And they believe that chocolate holds incredible nutritional benefits, like reducing blood pressure. It, uh, today, well, I think, that, I think there's actually scientific fact in that if you're talking about like dark chocolate. Uh, they didn't, they're not specifying, but it does say that Guatemala is a mass producer and exporter of chocolate products, also. So you can thank them for you being a fat ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not just Guatemala. I mean, you've also got to blame Domino's and Taco Bell and, and uh and mcdonald's and it's it's i I will say that none of the responsibility lies on me though no (laughs) no absolutely because it's their fault for mass advertising and forcing you to go there because it is fucking 2020 god damn it and uh we're in a time now where there is no such thing as uh personal responsibility and also uh lizzo told us taught us that that being fat is beautiful anyway so i'm just gonna let my fat out and and be proud of it Despite right. the fact that I'm going to die of a, of a heart attack and high blood pressure at, at 44. Right. I mean, nowadays it's it's okay to be, uh, uh, you know, look like 300 pounds of chewed bubble gum and and it's it's totally okay. Yeah, you're just supposed to just supposed to love that. You're just supposed yep. to supposed to support that, even though it's, it's killing them. It's attractive. <laughs> it's attractive. That's that's what it is in today's in today's uh, PC world. If you don't think world. it's attractive, you're a fucking fat shaming piece of shit. Yep, absolutely. You fat shamer. You fucking dick. And you're like, also a racist. Yeah. You're also a racist. Even yep. if the person's white, you're just you're whatever race whatever reason you're still you're still racist. Yep, you're still racist. And you're probably a homophobic uh also you're a homophobic bigot as well, even if the person isn't gay. <laughs> the list just goes on and on. It really does. You're gonna be all of those things. Yeah, yeah. I, I do I do see the, the I don't know if you've noticed, um, the pendulum is starting to swing back. Uh, people are starting to get tired of that PC shit, and it's getting shut down more and more frequently by people who, you know, three, four, or five years ago would have been like, would have been on board with it. So I think uh, we're starting to see a swing back where like everybody is almost in agreement, like enough is enough. Like this is ridiculous. Like it's gone too far. This is fucking absurd. Everybody shut the fuck up. It is. It's ridiculous. And one of the reasons why I'd, I'd rather just stay home. Because there's just nothing but fucking idiots everywhere. Yeah, but it's getting better, man. It's getting better. Nothing you you can't walk around with that kind of anger and and just always looking for something to be triggered about and and not eventually get exhausted, not not get tired of it eventually. So, yeah, do we have any more true. countries? Nope, not well. We do, but we're not going to talk about them all on one show. Or take we'd be we'd be here all day. So we gotta we gotta go a little bit by little bit. So. Also, speaking of volcanoes, there's more than 30 of them in Guatemala, so be careful. You might get blown up by a fucking volcano. Yeah, but 
volcanoes are cool. They're fucking metal. Volcanoes are maybe one of the most metal aspects of nature. That's true. That's true. And a couple other things I want to touch on before we move on, because it's very, very important. And Guatemala is known for its coffee. And we love our coffee here at Camp Blood Radio. So I'm drinking a good give... coffee as we speak. Absolutely. So coffee's big in Guatemala, like like really big. And by the late 1800s, like 90% of Guatemala's exports, and even today, is a main export and source for the country. And we just thank you, Guatemala, for your contributions to the coffee drinkers. Wow, two very important contributions, denim and coffee. Yes. Now, here's here's the last one I'm going to gonna cover and this is oh, very this, bad. this is no actually it's well it could be bad i've had my i have had experiences in in these situations believe it or not so when i was reading this i'm like wow um old american school buses live their second lives as chicken buses in guatemala you cut out there you're gonna have to say that again so i can take it in okay so i'll repeat this old american school buses live their second lives as chicken buses that's awesome i mean okay so apparently when the big yellow buses here in the states are near 10 years old or 150,000 miles some of them get auctioned off and they take them down to guatemala and i guess the buses it says that they're revived by locals with strokes of paint and every color of the rainbow and guatemalans use it for local transport and it's it's uh supposed to be like a thrill ride and I now that I think about this, I have not been to Guatemala, but I've been to Mexico. And Mexico has some funny-ass-looking fucking buses that are painted up. I don't even know why they would be painted that way, but it's kind of a similar scenario. Oh, shit. So, yeah, when you, when you actually Google search Guatemala, one of the first images uh, is a shitload of, of very flamboyant uh, gay pride buses. They're not actually – they just look like they would they would be in a gay pride parade. Um but like they you'd look, see a uh, bunch of people riding on them drinking gay pride Bud Light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a dude in a in a cowboy hat and a pair of thongs dancing on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. If you're into that, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so if you've ever been, if you've been to Mexico or you've been to those types of places, these fucking buses drive like, like insane. Like they just change lanes all over the place don't necessarily stop when they're supposed to. And it can be kind of like a hectic, like, holy shit, we're going to die. So I can just imagine like the one that I rode on a bunch, it wasn't, it wasn't a chicken bus. It was just this dumbass blue color that was like the ugliest shade of blue you've ever seen in your life. And I seen a bunch of them that were that this was in, um, I forget what city I was in at the time. I think it was like Puerto Vallarta, maybe somewhere North of there. I don't even remember. It was um, many years ago. And then, uh, but I did, I remember seeing some that were painted up a bunch of different random colors, kind of like this. But if, if you've ever been down there and rode the, the public transportation, or if you haven't, I should say, you need to, because it's actually an experience in itself. It looks fun. I'm not going to lie. I, I think I would enjoy this aspect of Guatemala. Yeah. So there's some other notable things, but we're, we're going to move on from that. Um, but yeah, I, I could visit that place just to have a good cup of coffee. I'd I'd have a cup of coffee. I'd probably take a bus ride and I'd leave. It's also important to note that Guatemala's so that's that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely um, I don't know. 
like I said, it would it would be an experience. We'll just call it that. But that's probably what I would do. I would just it would be very brief because I I'm afraid of volcanoes. So it's one of my fears in life is dying in a volcano. I'm afraid of sharks. That makes that too. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's, I think that's sharks are maybe one of the scariest things on earth. Absolutely, absolutely, and they they are so underrated. They're yeah. so underrated in that category. It's it's. I, I don't have a fear ridiculous. of like spiders or hots or any of that mm. shit, but a shark is fucking horrifying to me. But if I even hear like the the theme music from Jaws, I I get in the fetal position. Sharks, you know what? I sc- sharks are the most metal thing on earth, not volcanoes. What if there was sharks inside a volcano? Some kind of heat resistant shark. That's the scariest thing on earth. Absolutely, a heat resistant volcano shark. Yeah. Volcanoes would be number one or number two, and sharks would be number one. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I like I. I won't even. I, I won't. I'm not going in the ocean. Fuck that. That's not. I don't happening. like. I don't like my feet being so vulnerable and not knowing what's underneath me. I, I hate that. Well, there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, for one, we could talk about that all day, but yeah. I mean, I can't even hear the theme music, and I'm, 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 I'm done. I guess that also yeah. kind of ties into Friday the 13th because Jason is basically just a land shark. That's all oh, he is. Like... And he's also semi like a shark in the water if you oh, played the game. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah, depending on which version you used. But, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we can talk about that another time because that is some scary-ass shit. And whenever I read articles when people get killed by sharks, I don't, th- I don't even feel sorry for them. One bit. No, no, you, you had that shit coming. Yep. Don't go in there because there is a chance that it could happen yeah i remember uh i got drunk one night and, and swam in the ocean at dot it was like two o'clock in the morning and uh that that's probably the most terrified i've been even through the drunken haze i remember thinking this is the most horrifying and if i had been devoured by a shark i had that shit coming like it was but it was all awful. <clears throat> what would happen to me is i wouldn't die he would just, I did get my arms and my legs. Yeah, because they do a little nick first. They take a little nibble just to see if you're edible. And yeah. then they come back around, and that's horrifying. That's the worst part. Yeah, I would just be like, I would just be like, they'd get me at the knees and the elbows, and then I'd be forced to deal with that. <clears throat> that would be my luck. <laughs> and so, then you're injured, so you can't even, so, so you're drowning and trying to fight off this this fucking 600 pound uh water wildebeest but magically i flailed to the shore and they somebody had four tourniquets and they rushed me to the er and save save me that would be my luck now i see uh whenever we're talking here i see a map of where you're at and there's a huge body of water uh to your south what is that is that a lake is that a river um locally where i'm at yeah yeah yeah, it's a it's a river. It's a very large river. You got any freshwater sharks in there? Probably, probably. I that's the last place you want to go in anyway, because rivers are oh my god, they're disgusting. There's dead bodies in them all the time. Um, yeah, I mean they find a dead body in the river where I'm at at least like three times a year, uh, at least. Because there's a there's a lot there's a lot of shootings and there's a lot of crime in certain areas, so it's like. It's nothing to find a body in in the river. It's the oh, Illinois like, River. It runs <clears throat> right through the middle of the state of Illinois. Sounds like you live in Nicaragua. It may, I was just going to say it's very compar- It's like the Americanized version of of Nicaragua is the easiest way to describe that area. 
and I'm in like the American version of 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 like uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, because barren, and there's just a lot of people that want to kill you for no reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot of explosions because of meth labs. Yeah. So it's, it, instead of IED explosions, it's meth lab explosions, but it's a very similar sound. So Opiates. Like, opi- opioid crisis everywhere. <laughs> Fuck. That's all. That's that's everywhere. That's everywhere in in the Midwest at this point. Everywhere in the. Uh, all over the place for that matter, not just the Midwest. Fuck, that's all over. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. It's it's a it needs to be addressed because it's it's out of control. It's like, oh yeah, and uh, what, what's funny is today actually started. Speaking of of opioids, today is the first day of legal recreational marijuana usage in the state of Illinois. So oh. all the dip all the dipshits are standing outside. You know the lines. Uh, if the dispensaries are like blocks and blocks long, like I've seen p- people send me pictures to look at the lines, like they're just crazy fucking lines. And of course, it's super cold outside. So, but I'll, but I'll, I'm willing to bet that the weed that they they get at those those dispensaries is nowhere near uh, as badass as like the weed you get from a, a guy named Danny in a trailer off the off the interstate, like or, or Ted or Todd or Ted or Todd, because like you know when alcohol became legal. Um, the alcohol that they're that they're peddling at liquor stores is nowhere. It won't knock you on your ass nearly as much as the the moonshine you'll get out of the back of a of an eighty eight F one fifty out in the woods. Oh, that shit! Yeah, that's some serious business. So, yeah, so lots of people staying outside. Um, lots of people staying outside for that. So, I guess more power to you. Um, crazy. Uh, of course, you knew there was going to be lines, but. <clears throat> to see the pictures and see them wrapped, you know, around the block forever. That's, that's kind of a, a funny thing to see actually. Yeah. You know, I've never been a one for drugs. Um, it's just never been my, f- I was always happy with alcohol, but uh, I believe if it became legal in Kentucky and it should probably in another three or 400 years, we'll be the last ones. But uh, if it ever did become legal, I'd probably dabble in it on the weekends. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you know, you could just, you could just move to Guatemala uh, that's true too. Yeah, I mean, imagine rock, the crop they get down there. Rock the shit out of some denim, drink some coffee, and 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 just pick up a reefer habit. Just just smoke some morning flower with your uh, Guatemalan Folgers. And that's a beautiful place. I feel like to just take in while you're sitting yeah. there on another planet. Stay out of the ocean. Stay away from the volcano. You, you could you could uh, you could live a full life there. Buy me a bus. Yeah, but take you a bus down. Oh my god. You could be a, bu- yeah. I mean, just think. We've got, we've got your. Uh, if you ever need options, we've got them. Yeah. Uh, good times, man. Good options. times. So, <clears throat> anyways, uh, we we mentioned it. We mentioned Limp Biscuit just a little bit ago, and I've got to mention this. So, just a few days ago, uh, yeah, just within the last couple of days, one of my local radio stations posts on Facebook, and it was in reference to that Limp Biscuit concert that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago from 20 years ago in November of 1999. And in this post, it says that the, the civic center was sold out for that show. And it was, it was uh, basically just, it was doing a poll of people who were there. And it says, uh, you know, as a throwback to the show and they say, were you there? And then there's a poll of hell yes, it was awesome or no way dude. So, uh, that, and then it's, and then it's, uh, uh, what the role or the, the hell yes. Awesome is a meme of Fred Durst. And then the other one is Emma Stone 
probably from like super bad and it says uh no way dude that was lame or whatever and and i'm i'm shocked because 58 percent are on the no way lame side and 41 percent are on the hell yes awesome side so i was there this was a sold out show and i was there and i cannot believe that there is even a one even even a one percent that would say no way dude and check in on the lame side and these were all people that were there well, I don't know. So supposedly, the, uh, though, right? Yeah. Well, the the post just says, um, you know, it, it's it's a Happy New Year's post, and it's um, it talks about some rewards opportunities for something with the show, and so uh, it says there's a playlist kicking or the playlist kicking off in 1999. Limp Biscuit sold out that fall. Were you there? And then and then there's the poll for hell yes, it was awesome, or no way, dude, that was lame. So I'm just like, I don't, I think it, I don't really know what they're targeting exactly. Cause it's kind of, it's kind of vague there, but the, there's the question at the end, were you there? And then there's the poll. So I'm, I'm thinking that they're targeting the people that were there. Right. Isn't that how, how that you would take that? Yeah. That's how I would, that's how I took it initially. Yeah. But then, so I'm like, if you were there and you put no way, dude, that was lame. You're a, I, I want to just walk your fat ass out into traffic. That's that's yeah, what I'm maybe it's say. one of those things where they because Limp Biscuit is is kind of like not cool anymore for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's like the Nickelback thing where people people still fucking love Nick. I love Nickelback, but nobody will admit to it. So it's one of those things where they want to say, "No, nah, it wasn't cool," even though they were having the time of their life. Well, I'm just thinking in my head, like I was there. I remember it very well, <clears throat> and everybody was having a good time. It literally was electric. And I know that's a vague description, but it was just the energy. It was unlike anything I've ever seen before. And I've been to a lot of other concerts and this one just had its own vibe to it. And I don't, I mean, yeah, Limp Bizkit kind of went like most bands of that era or most bands in general, they had their, they had their moment and now I guess they're not cool anymore. Okay, whatever. But I'm just thinking, I just want to, I just want to slap the shit out of some of these people. Like, for one, how could you even say that? I don't under the, the haters here got to be the ones that weren't there. That's the only thing that I can I can deduct from this this shit show post that I'm seeing. Honestly, man, if I could go see any band from that time period, it would probably if I could go back in time, it would probably be Lip Biscuits. Like that's how big those dudes were and how awesome their shows were. If Fred Durst would have ran for president at that time, he would have won. Yeah, yeah, Fred Durst was everywhere. That was the, that was Fred Durst brought all the white people together. That's, <laughs> but I'm just thinking like, how, how can the, the hell yes, awesome. How can the positive side of the poll be losing? That's just, I don't understand. I'm, I'm baffled. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say you, you haters out there, just take that chocolate bar that you got from Guatemala and walk your fat ass out into traffic. That's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. That's some bullshit, man. I love oh. biscuits. I'm, yeah, I'm jealous I'm just, that I couldn't be there. Uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, I mean, so yeah that that post just torqued me the fuck off. I had to rant a little bit about that, and uh, yeah, it is what it is. So everybody's got to complain about something, I suppose. But I was just shocked to see that it was that lopsided. So, all right, well, we've had some shout outs. We talked a little bit about Christmas and some flannel shirts, some New Balances. We've uh, given a, a what up to Guatemala, and basically, this week's episode is just—we really don't have a title for it. 
It is just a, a year in review, uh, uh, end of the decade uh, wrap up, uh, all access special, whatever the hell you want to call it. We're just going to talk a little bit about kind of what what's happened this year, maybe what's coming up for 2020, and just uh, talk some shit as we usually do. So with that being said, uh, let's talk about the show in general. <clears throat> now, the last four or five weeks or whatever, we've had several of these all-access episodes, if you want to call them that. <clears throat> we haven't really given them a title yet, which we're still working on, but I'll, I'll say it all-access because that's what they were titled as, is all-access Friday the 13th special, all-access Halloween special, the introducing new fans that we did on the last episode. We, we had some story time, this, that, and the other. Why don't we just call them shoot the shit? That could be. I don't know. So, but anyways, those episodes are all doing better than the other episodes where we're just chatting strictly Friday. And people have still continued to message me and say, hey, we'd like to just hear more talk about the late 90s, the the early 2000s, and like the the comedic aspect of it, I suppose. I suppose. And... So I'm thinking to myself, and I know you and I have talked about it, and I we know why people relate to it, and it's totally understandable because we like to talk about that kind of stuff too. So, like I said, with the with the, I guess the success of those episodes, that just kind of got us thinking if we if we kind of want to incorporate more of that into every episode, since we can't really do extra episodes every week, we're going to try to do some extra ones here and there. But if we can make, I guess, story time, if you will, or or rant and rave time or whatever we decide to call it, if we're going to incorporate that into every episode. So that's something that we're, we're debating on, but the show I've gotten the last, uh, cause once we came back, it's been, I guess for about the last six months now for four to six months that I'd, I'd have to look, <clears throat> but the show has been doing really well. People are buying shirts. We've gotten the Kane's Dick Riders, the chronic masturbators, the CMs. We've got the shit ditch. We've got, Lots of stuff, the frosted tips. We've got lots of people chiming in about stuff. So um, I just want to say, give just give a big big shout out to everybody and just say thank you for tuning in. Thanks for buying a shirt. Thanks for the positive personal messages. Thanks for the, the positive reviews, the comments, everything. I just want to say thanks. Uh, we appreciate you. And that's why we do the show is for the fans. So just uh, just let us know. We're just going to kind of continue to do what we've been doing because it we, we seem to get such a good response. So we're going to keep talking about Friday. We're going to keep talking about the other stuff, and we're going to try to find a good balance. I guess the easiest way to put it is find a good balance for everything, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. And, and I'm kind of – I was kind of shocked at how my name has, has slowly um, changed uh, to a lot of people from Kent to uh, the drunk uncle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have people message me like, "Hey, drunk uncle!" Like, uh, so that was that was a surprising side effect of 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 becoming a part of this podcast. <laughs> and that's that's basically my doing because I got to thinking about that. I'm like, "How the fuck did that even happen?" And I okay, basically I can tell you exactly you, how it happened. Uh, well, on- I know how it happened, but I'm thinking in my head, like, how did it become a thing? Well when you were talking about Richard Brooker in the barn in part three, being a drunk uncle, then I just started calling you the drunk uncle. Yeah. 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 And then other people started buying into that. And and now I've just kind of, uh, I'm kind of in the eyes of everybody that listens, an alcoholic. So <laughs> <laughs> a fat ass alcoholic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
which is whatever, man. It's cool. That wears new balances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that part is, is pretty accurate, but um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It sits around all day and beats off and plays video games. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, that part's pretty accurate. I guess it's a fitting name. So uh yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's it's people just I don't want to say they buy into it, but they've jumped on board with it. Then the Kane's Dick Riders. I've got people that message me about that. There's people that have made memes over it, and it's become a thing. Even though we haven't really even talked about it in the the last several weeks, probably the last the last couple of months for that matter. And then yeah. uh, the the Afghanistan shit ditch. I mean, I somebody messaged me and said that was the funniest thing they've ever heard, and I have to agree, it's pretty fucking funny. So it wasn't funny at the time, but it's 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 funny looking back. You know, funny, I, yeah. I, it was even kind of funny at the time, I guess. Yeah, it was just funny all around. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, these these things, they just happen. The And then other people admitting to being chronic masturbators. And then that just starts to flood out. And then the thing is, we just we don't want to be a dead horse with it. So yeah, yeah. It, it's it's fun. It's fun for a little while. But then if we if we did it all the time, then it would get old. Yeah. So, listeners would be like fucking move on exactly yeah but no we 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 appreciate all that we've had a lot of good laughs and like i said i just just wanted to give a big thanks to everybody and uh yeah so we'll see what happens as far as the evolution of the show the evolvement whatever you want to call it we want to try to incorporate like i said some some story time with some friday because as you can see we have no shortage of other things that we can actually talk about but we want to keep keep Friday related stuff in there too. So we don't want to lose the Friday listeners, but we don't want to lose our new listeners either. So we want to try to make kind of everybody happy. Trust me. I've read all your messages. I think I've responded to pretty much all of them and uh, we're going to try to do what we can do. So keep the suggestions flowing. Uh, Any suggestions, we'll definitely take those into account. So as far as 2019 being over, I mean, 2019 was a pretty, pretty busy year. I think for all of us, um, Friday wise, we obviously had the lawsuit that we're still dealing with. We haven't had a Friday film in this decade. So that's kind of a bummer. So there's not really anything to discuss as far as that goes, but we've been fortunate having the buzz with the fan films and we've had some of them guys on to talk about those projects. Some of those fan films are not done yet. We'll see those coming up in 2020. So we've got that to look forward to. So we just thought we'd we just talk we just re- rehash some stuff that's in the in the horror community in general and kind of talk about maybe what we can look forward to coming up in 2020 as far as the rest of this episode goes. So Ken, I know that there's some things that you wanted to talk about, so uh, rock on with that. Well, uh, I figured before we go into 2020, we can do a quick recap of uh, 2019. Uh, some of the the bigger horror movies of 2019, and you can give me a yay or nay. We'll make it real quick. Before yeah. we get into the more lengthy uh, upcoming 2020, um, <clears throat> Midsummer, Nathan, yay or nay? Haven't seen it. Don't plan no. on it anytime soon. I did see it. It's a big nay for me. I think that film is overrated. I loved Hereditary, uh, but Midsummer was slow trash. Uh, it Chapter Two. I know you haven't seen that either. Um, I loved it. Probably my favorite horror movie of of 2019. What about uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Haven't seen it. Probably haven't won't anytime it. soon. I've seen it. Uh, I'm going to give that one an A as well. Um, <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home. I haven't seen that. Uh, have you? Nope. Probably never will. No, nope, me neither, because I just think that of the entire Conjuring universe, Annabelle is probably the most boring 
uh, story that they work with. Uh, Crawl, one I've been meaning to see, haven't got around to it yet. I'm per- you probably haven't seen it either. I just watched it last week, actually. How was it? Uh, not what I expected, but it was, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it was, but it was just kind of like, what the fuck? Not, not hey, really I'm, what I thought it was going to be. I'm hearing a lot of good reviews on it. And, and to be honest, the concept of just <clears throat> being stuck with an alligator uh, below you, it doesn't sound like um, something that you could make an hour and a half movie about, but uh, somehow they pulled it off and I'm hearing good things. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to watch it again anytime soon, but the whole entire time I'm watching it, I'll just say this. My thought was, why don't you just go out on the roof? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Actually, uh, I'm looking at the, at the poster art and you can tell it's inside a house. And yeah, I'm thinking that is. I haven't even seen the movie and I'm thinking. That. <laughs> yeah. So not as entertaining as I thought it was going to be, but it was, it was better than a lot of other horror films out there. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Uh, I'm, you know, I've, I've said before, the 1989 Pet Cemetery is one of my most favorite horror movies of all time. Victor Pascal uh, is one of my favorite horror, um, like, good guys. And uh, I thought that the remake was dog shit. And I'm not somebody that shits on remakes. I'm, I'm completely cool with remakes. This one, however, was a big, flat, cold turd. Uh, Pascal pretty much gets left out of the movie almost entirely. Uh, he's, a, he's a minuscule char- character at best. And uh, I just hated it. And I'm sure you probably haven't even seen it, have you? Nope. Once again, probably won't anytime soon. So uh, Dr. Sleep, I haven't seen it. I know you haven't either, so I can't really comment on it. I'm a huge fan of The Shining. It's one I intend on seeing. Us, we both saw Us. Uh, I think we spoke on this uh, a few episodes ago. I liked it. You were okay with it. Brightburn, I loved. You seen Brightburn, didn't you? Nope. Uh, so I love Rob Byrne. It's basically, a you know, if Superman were a bad guy, but as a kid, um, I, I dug it. Uh, Child's Play, I think everybody pretty much agrees that was shit for the most part. Everybody hated it. Did you see it? Nope. Don't plan on it. Not a doll fan. <clears throat> yeah, not worth watching. Um, uh, In the Tall Grass, I dug it. I know you haven't seen it. Um, I don't I don't watch um, I don't watch it stuff just because it's a horror flick there's a lot of horror. there's just so much garbage I'm, I'm very selective at what i watch yeah yeah three from hell did you see it garbage uh, i liked it i thought it was okay i thought it was better than house of a thousand corpses but nowhere near I, as good as devil's rejects yeah well it's not hard to beat house of a thousand corpses that's for sure uh obviously halloween halloween was 2019 wasn't it no no that was was that tw- has it already been out that long yep Wow, that's crazy. So never mind on that. Um, that's it for uh, the quick recap on, of course, there were other movies, uh, but that was the bigger ones of, of 2019. Uh, moving on to the more lengthy discussion, upcoming horror movies of 2020. Uh, first off, we have uh, Quiet Place 2. Is in the They're making it. They've already released the trailer. Uh, looks like John Krasinski isn't going to be a part of it. Uh, and it looks like there's going to be some prequel elements uh, with some elements that take part, uh, take place after the uh, the first film. Have you seen A Quiet Place? Uh, nope. Probably won't anytime soon. It's really good, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, for a movie that has almost zero dialogue, the entire movie, it's a, it's a pretty good flick. They're also remaking The Invisible Man. Uh, I've never seen the original Invisible Man. I know that's like sacrilegious for horror fans, uh, but uh, they're they're remaking it. I haven't seen it either, so don't feel bad. Um, there, uh, there's a movie coming out 2020 called Antlers. The trailers don't really release a lot of information on what it's about exactly, but uh, it just really doesn't capture my imagination. Uh, doesn't look that interesting to me. Uh, 
So that's happening. So that's a nah for me. Probably won't see that one. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. Moving on. <laughs> nope. There's only uh, there's only two things that I give a shit about in 2020, and that's it. I'm getting ready so. to mention one of them right now. Candyman. They're remaking Candyman. Yes. Um. I think Jordan Peele. Uh, they haven't released a trailer. There's not a lot of information about it out right now. I think Jordan Peele is doing it. Um, the only thing that concerns me about Candyman is even though I loved, you know, us and, and, uh, and get out, I, I worry that with Candyman, there's so much like social justice shit there, right for the picking. Uh, and the, even in the original story that I'm afraid this is just going to be a big liberal social justice film. Uh, I suspect that's what they're going to do with it. And that's going to be unfortunate. No, thanks. Uh, I think that's what they're going to do with it. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. I have faith in Jordan Peele, even though social justice is kind of his, his wheelhouse. Um, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen with that. But I don't know, man. We'll see. Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is one, probably one that I'm most excited for, or one of the most excited for of 2020. Uh, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. How, how? I don't think we've ever talked about Ghostbusters. How do you feel about Ghostbusters? I got a couple cases of Ecto Cooler from about <clears throat> four or five years ago when they brought it back out, when the other film came out. I've got so about, you, dig, you dig you some Ghostbusters. Well... I used to like Ecto Cooler when I was younger. So when they brought that drink back out, I bought like five cases of it and I still have two of them left sitting in my kitchen. Hey, will you bring one to Whorehound and let me have a, a, a can of it? I'll give you a whole bunch of cans. Yeah, please. That would be awesome. Yeah, I guarantee uh, they're not drink worthy right now, but I'll, for display purposes, if you want them, yeah. And, and you know, this is particularly awesome because this isn't some fucking uh, left wing feminist reboot uh, like the last one was. This is a legit sequel to the. Uh, to the original Ghostbusters franchise, and uh, I believe the uh, original cast that are still alive, Harold Ramis is dead. They're they're returning uh, in some form of the or the other in in this. I believe uh, the trailers look good. It's more it's going to be in more of a sub, of an er, of a uh, rural setting as as opposed to New York City, uh, and it's also got Finn Wolfhard in it, which is the uh, Richie from uh, from It Chapter One, and I'm 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 quite a fan of that kid. I think he's funny. I think he's likable. And uh, I'm excited to see that. Moving on, we have The Purge Part 50 or 49 or 48, however many of them they've made uh, now. I know that seems kind of uh, hypocritical to say about uh, a franchise when I'm a, a huge fan of Friday the 13th. But uh, I just I, I, I'm not into The Purge movies. I've seen the first couple of them. I think they're uh, I, I think they're overrated. But yeah, somebody will be into that. So that's for somebody. Uh, they're remaking The Grudge. Uh, the trailer is out for it. It looks uh, looks decent. Looks like maybe there might be some cheesy jump scare kind of bullshit in it. But uh, for the most part, I'm pretty excited about that. Were you a fan of the original Grudge? I don't remember. I don't even. I, I've seen it, but I don't really remember at the moment. Um. So yeah, that's coming out. Uh, we're getting another Saw, and with the Saw movies, I kind of feel the same way as I as I did about the Purge. Um. Just the, it's going to be another way, fancy way to kill people, uh, which is cool the first 300 times. But uh, I just feel like that's a one trick pony at this point. Uh, so you got another Saw movie coming out. We've got The Conjuring 3 uh, coming out. I really love the first two. This kind of seems like it's going to be like the uh, the uh, the uh, Avengers Infinity War or whatever uh, of, of the Conjuring universe. All their little shit is coming together in this movie. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I'm sorry if you hear my baby crying in the next room. <laughs> uh, she's not alone. My wife is with her, but she's, yeah. uh, she's not feeling Good parenting, well. jackass. 
yeah, if that's she's not, we're not, she's not being uh, abandoned or anything. My wife called Child Protective Services. Please don't do that. She's just not feeling well, so she's cranky right now. It's it's a normal Uh, thing in Kentucky to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disclaimer. (laughs) So uh, if you read into the Conjuring, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are the or the 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 main characters in the Conjuring universe, uh, the real life Ed and Lorraine Warren were not superheroes or anything. They were pieces of fucking uh, of of shit. They they were just. They were they were just full of shit. They took credit for a lot of shit they didn't do, and uh, they were con artists. So uh, with that in mind, I did love the first Conjuring one and two. This part three looks kind of iffy to me. Uh, moving on, Halloween Kills, which you mentioned, uh, that's coming up twenty twenty. I don't know if it's got a release date yet. Do you know? Yeah, they they've got release dates for the next two already. It's like October sixteenth or something. No shit. Okay, yeah. awesome. So I, I think we can all agree that we're excited for that. I'm excited for that. I uh, got a movie coming out by Zack Snyder called Army of the Dead, which uh, first hearing about it, I thought I-, I love zombie movies. I love me some zombie flicks. I thought that sounds like fun. And then I read into the read into the uh, into the uh, plot of it. And it's more of a heist movie with zombies in it. And nobody wants to see Ocean's Eleven meets Dawn of the Dead. But, you know, Zack, Zack Snyder's directing it. Uh, he's made some good movies in the past. So I'm going to cro- keep my fingers crossed. Uh also, we've got Wrong Turn Foundation. I don't know if it's a sequel or a prequel to the original series, uh, but I guess we'll find out about that. I don't really watch the Wrong Turn movies because, once again, I live in Kentucky. Um, I, I experience enough of that in my day-to-day life. Uh, there's a movie coming out called Underwater, which looks really good. Uh, the only downside is it's 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 starring Kirsten Stewart, that fucking stone-faced, talentless actress uh, from the Twilight series. But the upside is it's also got T.J. Miller, which is the fun-loving uh, friend of Deadpool in the Deadpool series. So uh, there's a downer and an upper there. The plot seems pretty interesting. Uh, looks like a, a, a boat or a submarine uh, sinks at the bottom of the ocean, and they have to walk across the bottom of the ocean for whatever reason. And uh, in the in that process of walking across the bottom of the ocean, they encounter some kind of crazy-looking creature. The trailer looks pretty good. Pretty excited about that one. Uh, let's see here. We got a movie call, coming out called The Turning, which also stars uh, Finn Wolfhard, a uh, little dude that I'm I'm quite a, kind of a fan of, likable young dude from uh, from the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie that's also coming out. Looks like a ghost flick. Uh, looks pretty standard in the ghost flick arena. I'll definitely check it out because ghosts are my forte. Uh, so uh, anybody that wants to check that out, it's called uh, The Turning. There's a movie coming out called Brahms, uh, which is actually a sequel to The Boy. Uh, have you seen the boy? Nope. Uh, that is, uh, despite how it sounds, that is not a pedophilia film made by Michael Jackson. It is actually a movie about, um, uh, well, I guess I can't really, uh, get rid of the, the premise of the original cause it kind of ruins the, uh, it's a spoiler, but uh, it's basically about a doll that's alive, uh, or, or so it seems. And, uh, so there, it looks like they're making a, a sequel to that. And <clears throat> in terms of, uh, upcoming horror movies in 2020, that's what we've got, guys. We've got A Quiet Place 2, The Invisible Man, Antlers, Candyman, Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, The 500th Purge movie, The Grudge remake, uh, another Saw movie, Conjuring 3, Halloween Kills, Army of the Dead, Wrong Turn, Underwater, The Turning, and uh, The Boy 2, also known as Brahms. So we got a lot coming up for 2020. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Sounds like a boring-ass year if you ask me. Jesus, fucking snooze fest. I don't know, man. Ghostbusters, Candyman, uh Quiet Place 2, Halloween Kills. And I'm sure there's also some, like, you know, secretive projects in the works, too. And you never know what's going to come out from the indie world. So uh, 
I don't well, know. Yeah. We're getting, yeah. And like I said, I don't, I don't watch all the horror mil- movies anyway, <clears throat> but um, hopefully we get 13 fanboy. That's 13 that's, fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, there's no release date, but that could be of course, 2020. Obviously we're going to get a couple f- more fan films, a few more fan films. Some of them I uh, am not necessarily thrilled about. Um, there are some that I am, but with that being said, um, in the Friday world, that's all that we have to look forward to uh, as far as is a new movie at this point. So the lawsuit I, with 2020, we know the lawsuit will hopefully be over with by mid-year, but that is not definitely, definitely not going to leave them time to bring us another film, even though it's a 40th anniversary year. So it would have been nice to get the next film if they could have just got their heads out of their asses and fucking dealt with the goddamn lawsuit. But we know that's just there's not enough time on the table there. So I think one of the gotta, aspects of this lawsuit is that they're, I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to break up uh, the, uh, I think that what's going to happen is the rights are going to end up getting broken up. I think uh, uh, one side is going to end up with the rights to maybe Jason's likeness and his character or maybe the words Friday the 13th. And then the other side is going to end up with uh, maybe the words Jason Voorhees or the words Friday. I, I think that's, I, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen. And it could. I, I don't really have any speculation on it just because the way judges rule, I mean, it, you never know at this point. So I'm not even going to speculate. I just want it to be over with. So hopefully we can get another film. We obviously haven't had one in the in the decade. So since uh, 2009 and really um, the only the only thing notable that we've had since then is Never Hike Alone. So we'll see what some of the other fan films pan out to be. But as far as keeping Friday fans, like, I don't, I don't want to say fulfilling any, any uh, cravings there. We just, there really hasn't been much. I mean, the lawsuit is we were, we were like on a freight train there, you know, with NECA and their figures and on the collecting side the and game. then, uh, yeah, the game. So a couple, you know, two, three years ago, there was a lot of buzz and now we're like Camp Crystal Lake's pretty quiet. So the lawsuit kind of stopped everything in its tracks. It brought everything exactly. to a screeching halt. Well, it did, yeah. And the fan films have generated buzz. But once again, they're, they're fan films, not studio films. And there's a lot of them. So does it help Does it help generating buzz at Crystal Lake? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely so. So I, I will credit them for that. And um, we'll see what they bring when the rest of them are released. And, of course, we're just going to keep seeing more of them as it is. So, uh, unfortunately we don't, other than 13 fanboy being Friday related, that might be the only, the only thing other than the lawsuit being over that we have to look forward to for this upcoming year. And I've talked to Deborah. I've talked to several people involved that De- we'll have Deborah on the show. Deborah wants to be on the show. She's already asked me about it. And I told her that we would have her on. They actually are going to resume filming this month in January. They're going to start filming again. So, I told her that when when the filming gets wrapped up and they go into post that I would bring her on then. So when that is, I don't know. I don't want to give a an exact time frame, but I would I would likely say we can probably have her on probably in the next probably this spring. Probably in the springtime would be good for her. So that'd be awesome because uh she's a very sweet woman. She's a lot of very interesting to talk to. I've met her a few times and talked to her at conventions and she's just a lot of fun. So she'd be a good guest to have. She is. Yep. She, uh, she was on a past episode. I've had many discussions with her and super nice lady lady. Um, so yeah, that'll be something to look forward to coming up. So yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say that the fan films, of course, um, for me anyway, 
uh, Jason Rising. I'm really looking forward to Jason Rising. So that's that's one thing for 2020. So I'm going to say Candyman, Halloween Kills, hopefully 13 Fanboy, and Jason Rising. That's the rest of the, the rest of the movies. Man, I, I I can do without those Ghostbusters. Uh, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm not I'm not like I'm not like in in anticipation for it. I was in more and more anticipation when they said they were bringing back Ecto Cooler so, than the actual movie the last time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a I'm not a big I don't own anything Ghostbusters. I don't even own any of the movies. I don't own a shirt. I own zero from Ghostbusters, except well, for all those of, kinds of. Ecto speaking Cooler. of fan films and and owning things, speaking of fan films and owning things, my Blu-ray of of Never Hawk Alone uh, from Vincent came in actually this past week for being a backer for the next installment in the Never Hawk Alone uh, franchise. So our series. So uh, I was stoked to get that. That's what I was just going to mention is the next installment of the Never Hawk Alone saga. Also, as far as that and Jason Rising are what I'm looking forward to the most in the fan film world. Granted, we've got several others in the works. And some of those people will be on. Um, actually, his name was Jason. That one, I, I, I talked to Dave Brown. Dave Brown would have already been on the show. Dave Brown was sick a few weeks ago. Then we had the holidays. I wanted his voice to get better. So he sounded, uh, so the audio quality was better on his end. So hopefully coming up this month, hopefully we can squeeze Dave Brown in. The trailer that was released, what, last week with Ron Milkey, Uh cool things there so that's another one that i'm i'm looking forward to also but I, i've already said jason rising i mean that's from the time of the first the first trailer i was like man i can't wait until this comes out i just had had that gut feeling there um but yeah i'm a big candy man fan big halloween fan so those are the those are the big ones for me um and like i said just knowing that the lawsuit's gonna hopefully be at an end by summer and then that way we'll know what the fuck is going on in the friday world like I said, Halloween's getting all the love, getting the new films, the merch is in full swing, the fucking tots mask. Every time I turn around, there's a better looking overhaul. You know what I mean? You know, you know that I was uh, just completely sick of fucking hearing about them and seeing them. And now I keep saying I'm going to own one and to you. And I just every time I go like go to tots website or something, they're out of stock. It's like, fuck. So it seems like every time I go to buy one, I can't even fucking buy one. It is uh it is nice seeing that uh the, there's not a post about it every every five seconds though. I'm kind of glad that it's dying off. Yeah, exactly. But I'm kind of jealous of Halloween just because they're getting, like I said, another film this year, they're getting another film next year, all the merch and stuff that comes along with that, more people to appear at conventions, more signatures to collect, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So but for Friday, unfortunately, this year is not going to be very significant for us. And we got the 40th anniversary, obviously, of part one, 2020, back to 1980, obviously 40th. So there'll be some cool stuff that comes along with that as far as merch, posters, things of that nature. So that I'm looking forward to. Um, and then hopefully getting, like I said, hopefully we'll get 13 Fanboy. 13 Fanboy is going to be a big one for Friday fans, obviously. You should try to uh, see if you can get uh, Larry Zerner back on. I know he's discussed it once before, but uh, and and see what his uh, views might be on the uh, the current status of the lawsuit. Oh, the Zern. Um, I you know he gets he I don't want to say bugged, but he he posts on Twitter, he posts on Facebook, he gives some updates, and I know people hit him up a lot about that, and I don't know if I really want to quote bother him over that. 
So I, I think reading his explanations are probably good enough. I don't know if it's something that he really even wants to discuss. He came on the last, last uh, shit, I don't even remember when it was, but when the lawsuit kind of first started, he came on and kind of explained it. But uh, I don't know if I want to bother him with all that. So, but I'm, I'm uh, like I said, we can, 13 Fanboy will give us a bunch to talk about too because some of those cast members, they can come on. They'll have things to talk about. And, of course, that's all all basically Friday related for the most, not all, but it's a lot based off Friday the 13th. I mean, look at the cast. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely in the wheelhouse. It's going to have a very, it's, it's going to have hints of Friday the 13th in it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in the cast, the cast alone, the name 13 fanboy. So, um, that's definitely, that's definitely going to be a bunch more to talk about there. So I wish I had something, something you know awesome to to really look forward to but i think the main thing really for this year is just to get the lawsuit out of the way yeah and uh is there any uh do they have what was it february i think i, I read like a while back that it seems like february they were going to start trying to figure things out or that's when they're going to come to an agreement is that right february, I'd, have March pull, I'd have to pull the uh i'd have to pull the articles up i my brain's too scattered at the moment i can't remember off the top of my head but the 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 um the kicker is from what I'm understanding is that it's hoped to be resolved this year. So, like I said, that that should be the biggest thing to look forward to because we're just in a standstill until that's taken care of. Like I said, we can have fan films all fucking day long, but we all know that the studio films are what we what we really want, right? That's what I would rather see as another studio film than a bunch more fan films. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, I'm not. Do, I don't want to discourage anybody into the franchise. Right. But I mean, go ahead and make all your fan films all day long. But when, when the day is over, we all still want a studio film. So no, no discouragement to anybody who wants to make a fan film, knock yourselves out, but I'm still going to be looking forward to the next studio installment. So, but like I said, um, that will, that will open up. Like I said, you know, NECA might decide to bring back the rest of the figures when, once the lawsuit's over and other things that that is halted may end up coming back into full swing. So we could get those things. That's why, like I said, that's the kicker for this year. And um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, it just kind of Friday's still stale as far as I'm concerned. No hope in sight as of now. Well, I don't want to say stale. Like I said, we've got, we do have some things to look forward to, but it's, still relatively quiet around camp as far as that goes and um you know we'll see what some of the release dates of some of the other fan films are like i said we know first half of 2020 james sweet mentioned we'd see jason rising so that first half of the year and then the others that are um the others that are on the list and some new ones that have even popped up and i seen one the other day that i was actually unaware of and I can't remember what it was now, but it's uh, there's another fan film in the works about found footage. And I can't remember the name of it now, but it'll hit me later. But um, so there's another one that's going to pop in. So, yeah. So I guess we, we basically we just got to we got to roll with the fan films for the time being, at least for the for this year anyway. Well, that'll uh, that'll quench the thirst, maybe, you know, until we figure out something bigger. But. For horror fans, I mean, there's plenty other things, you know, like we talked about earlier, that's out uh, in the meantime. So, like, I don't think Friday thir- Friday's not going anywhere. It just might be a while before we get something, you know, made by studios. So, it, it's all going to be okay, guys. We're we're going to be all right. Yeah. 
Well, with with 13 fanboy, with them starting to shoot again in the month of January, and when they go into post, I'm I'm going to assume that we're going to see that in the fall of this year would be my guess. It'll probably get an October release date would be my guess. Maybe late September or something to that effect. That's just What is the uh what is the premise of that? You haven't seen any you didn't read up or see anything about it? No, I haven't. I haven't I've I've been busy looking at all this other stuff. I haven't really looked into 13 Fanboy that much. Like what is the uh what's the the plot there? Well, how could you have not seen it? Cuz I, busy... I just it's just one of them things that I haven't had really my ear to that much to be honest. Because you're busy beating off and playing video games. I know. Yeah, yeah, Ma- mainly. <laughs> just you just get, just admit it. Just admit it. I am right now. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let you look at the info that's out there when you get a chance. But it's it's about an obsessive fan. Okay. So okay. we'll just we'll leave it at that. Anybody anybody that's unaware of that, if you're interested, that's all I'm going to say because that way you can go to their social media. And look for yourself, give them a like, give them a follow, and then you can stay up on that. So it's uh, it's from Deborah Voorhees, who was Tina in Friday the 13th Part 5. There's a shit ton of Friday cast members, if you're not aware. Um, Jen- Jennifer Banco, uh, Kane Hodder, Corey Feldman, just to name a few. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's there's a ton. on. D. Wallace is on board with it. Um, <clears throat> Vincent DeSanti. And Drew Lady from Never Hike Alone, they're on board with it. So go look at the cast. I mean, it's it's a it's an all star cast lineup as far as Friday World is concerned. So yeah, so like I said, um, that would be if we do if we do officially get a release date for 2020, which I'm going to assume that would be that would be the in my top three as far as what I'm looking forward to for the year, no doubt. All right, fair enough. For me, it's probably going to be. Uh... You know, Friday aside, my my top most looking forward to is probably uh, Candyman, which is going to be a huge hit or a miss. Ghostbusters and uh, obviously Halloween Kills, probably. And Underwater, despite the fact that Kirsten Stewart's in it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'll watch. It just kind of depends on how the year progresses and what I have time to do. But like I said, um, and then, of course, like I said, Jason Rising and the Never Hike Alone saga. Those those are right up there, too. Just um but as far as studio films go, that would be the three that I had mentioned before. So we'll see. We'll see what I'll watch after that. I might uh, I might step outside the box a little bit. You just never know. Except for the doll movie, movies, I ain't fucking watching those. Yeah, I mean, no, me neither. I'm not in it. Chucky aside, and I didn't even like this remake, but Child's Play aside, doll movies, they always leave me disappointed most, most of the time. Um, and even anything after uh, part three Chucky, I'm not that into. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Annabelle has always been my least favorite aspect of the Conjuring universe. Yeah. And uh, we mentioned sharks earlier, <clears throat> and I know Meg, too, is in the works, but I don't I don't know that it has a 2020 date on it. I would imagine probably more 2021, but that would be one that I was – I watched the first one for obvious reasons because I'll watch the shit out of shark movies. There's a lot of terrible ones out there, but I, I'll watch those. You also get so, to see Dwight Schrute get devoured in, in that, and that's worth watching in itself. Yeah, absolutely. So if if we do end up, which I don't think we are, uh, in a 2020 date for that one, but if we are, that would be – I'll definitely go watch that one too. There's no doubt. Uh, the, the first one got a lot of shit, but I, I, I enjoyed it. thought it was a good time. I mean, it's one of those where it was disappointing because you were – 
Like I was expecting a bloodbath. Yeah, but it was a PG thirteen, and so, that sucks. Uh, yeah, you can't make I don't know movies why we're like so afraid that. to make R rated horror movies now. I, I don't. I wish we would go back to just hard R. Yeah, I mean that's where they fucked up on that movie. So I was I watched it like I said, but and I I was anticipating it, but I was I was disappointed. We'll put it that way. I expected a lot more out of that film. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of it was for the most part what I was expecting. Um, I, I I liked it, man. I'll definitely see the second one. I, I wasn't disappointed in 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 the Meg in the first Meg at all. It was exactly what I was expecting, and uh, I had a good time. Yeah, like I said, we'll we'll see on the second one. I'll I'll obviously go watch that one too. So hopefully we can just get a little bit more a little bit more gore in there, which you would expect out of a massive fucking shark. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was a megalodon, actually. So uh, we're not just doing, they weren't just, you know, ripping off jaws. We, we've got massive as an understatement in the terms of the size of that shark. <laughs> it was like, it was like fucking five stories long. It was huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, and then we had two of them, little did we know. So spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it. So that's why stay out of the water because you just never know. You might, you might have one take off all your limbs. <laughs> All right, well, unless you got anything else to add as far as that goes, um any 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 final thoughts on the year or what to expect for this year? Uh, overall I thought 2019 was a fun year for horror movies. Uh a lot of stuff I liked, a lot of stuff I hated, and uh 2020 is uh looking about the same for me. It's going to be real hit or miss. I don't know, man, we'll see. And of course, we got conventions. So we'll we'll mention those later. Um convention season's a ways off yet so there's really nothing notable to talk about coming up until we get uh into convention season so um other than that yeah just wanted to uh basically recap the year kind of look at some of the stuff coming up for 2020 and uh of course give you guys some shout outs and and let us know like i said we're in a in a new year in a new decade times are changing et cetera, et cetera, and we're going to try to keep the show kind of flowing like we have been we want to try to keep all the listeners happy. We've gotten a lot of great response, but let us know if there's something you want us to talk about, feel free to drop a line. We'll touch on whatever, whether it's a, a, a machete wielding customer at the Taco Bell or Ted and Todd from the Dollar General. We're, we're open to anything. So we've gotten such a great response about story time that uh, we'd like to definitely try to keep incorporating that. So let us know your thoughts. Um, but other than that, I, I suppose that wraps up another episode of That's All You Got, Kenton. I got nothing, man. Been fun. All right. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Buy a t-shirt, slasher-tees.com, or a hoodie. We've got people buying the hoodies, as we just mentioned. And there's been a few more shirts sold this week. Um, we'll give some shout-outs to those later on social media. Uh, check us out on Facebook leave us a review there we've gotten a few more of those we appreciate that also and like i said we are on instagram now feel free to give us a follow there and we'll start posting on that as soon as we get some more followers so any other suggestions feel free to drop us a line unless you're mark tefner keep your shit to yourself 